Welcome back to episode 47. This episode is one that's going to affect 50% of the population, which is how to have a successful divorce and start dating post-separation. I've got my friend, an anonymous guest, we'll call her Victoria from Amsterdam, who is living the eat, pray, love life after her divorce. But the cool thing is she's still super close and very connected with her previous husband and says in this episode why that's so important. So topics we cover here today is what a love life and sex life looks like after 12 years of marriage and why staying in a bad relationship is so costly emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically, and even financially. Prenup agreements. Wow, this is a big topic. Getting a prenup is massively important. I've just seen so many people crushed and just wrecked and ruined from not having this in place. We also talk about alimony, support payments, and a woman's biological clock ticking to have children. You know, she's in her early 30s, and that's something that came up in our talk, and probably something a lot of women think about when they have not had maybe a marriage or family yet, and they feel the pressure from the biological clock ticking. So this is a pretty deep you know, situation, it's heavy, it's, it's just, it's just uh, an unpleasant situation. But the thing is, the majority of people getting married will be getting divorced. And it's important to have a understanding on how to handle that. And uh, a number of my clients that have reached out to me for coaching and counseling uh, the past few months since I've been running this podcast, um, a, a number of them have been coming out of either a bad breakup or a bad separation. So I want to offer you the same offer I offer to them and everyone. I offer a free one-on-one confidential coaching and counseling session to talk about anything that you want to. If it's relationships, if it's breakup, if it's some business, finance stuff, whatever, I'm available. It's just one of the things I enjoy doing. And if you want to continue to work with me from there on after that call, great. If not, great. It's just great to connect with other people, and I'm just curiously interested in what's going on in people's lives. And if there's a way I can help and support, I'm happy to do so. So you can take uh, advantage of that. Just reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, Quentin Carlin. And without further ado, let's get into this eat, pray, love, post-life divorce. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of this relationship, Valentine's, dating, just whatever you want to call it, this relationship kind of mini-series. I just finished surfing and just connected with a friend of mine here uh, on the beach. She is from Amsterdam, and she is living the eat, pray, love lifestyle of just getting divorced, selling everything, getting rid of her house cutting all ties and just doing like an around the world trip for a year and a half? For a year, yeah. A year. Yep. So this is Victoria Cromoyayo. Yeah, Cromoyayo. Yeah. One of the hardest last names I've ever had I to know. say. So welcome. Thanks, Thanks for Thanks sharing for about me. this because we were sharing everything before this episode to give you kind of a background on what's been kind of going on. I had a, a dating coach, like a professional dating coach from LA come on the show. Then I had a friend of mine from Vancouver who has mastered online dating oh and apps. God. He's been on 25 different dating apps. 25? He's matched with 20, 000, or no, 2,000 different women, had conversations with over 1,000 of them. 
And then I also just did an episode about a guy who had a porn addiction and sex addiction. So that was an episode. So I'm just trying to give you context of what people are going to be listening to because this is what's going to be probably the last episode of this little mini series. And uh, yeah, just stoked to hear your story and thanks for sharing. So thanks a little bit about yourself. Me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Victoria. I'm 33 years old. I, I'm from Amsterdam. My parents are from Indonesia and they live in Amsterdam as well. Um, and now I'm here. I live here. This is my place. Um, I'm here for a month. I will go to New Zealand for a month and then three months to Australia and we'll be back here again. So that's about my trip and about me. Yeah, I'm in a divorce. <laughs> Just in the middle of a divorce. Yeah, and I've been in a relationship for about 12 years and I was 21 um, when I met him. Yeah. Very young. and. We're totally two different people, but we had so much fun and we connected very good with each other. Where was he from? He's Dutch. A and very tall guy. And now you're dating a Dutch guy too. You got this thing yeah. for Dutch guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, 21. So all of your 20s was just into a relationship and just kind of all in for family life. No children yeah, though, right? No children, no. Well, that makes the divorce a lot simpler. Yeah. We wanted to have children, but it didn't work out. Why? Um, yeah, I think we had a very stressful life. Focusing on work all the time, not really enjoying life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's just not working. Wow. We did um, IVF. Wow. Okay. For about six years. And nothing happened? Nothing happened. And was did you get his sperm checked? make sure yeah, they swim? Yeah, both of us, but nothing... To really? Yeah. So it's just not meant to be. So I was thinking, okay, maybe he's just not the one for me. That's really interesting because there's so many unplanned pregnancies. You I know. know? Like just like one hit yeah. wonders, one hit wonders, like one yeah. night stuff and it I happens know. all the time. And you were trying for six years with all these scientific... Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. But like yeah. you said, it just wasn't meant to be and wasn't your time. So are you looking to kind of settle down again now or now you're just like, hey, I'm traveling, I'm free, I'm single-ish? Well, I was like, I'm 33. I felt a little bit old. Now? Yeah, to have kids. But you look like you're 25. Like we were at dinner last night and everyone was just kind of going around the circle <laughs> thinking how old people thought they people were. And people thought you were like in your mid-20s, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's so, cool. Yeah. That's Keep it that way. <laughs> As they say, Asians don't raisin. Asians don't raisin. Oh, I never heard. You never that. heard that? No, no. Uh, these, yeah, it's it's so funny because I just did an interview with two um, Vietnamese cousins earlier this week, and they said that in the interview. So nice. Yeah, Asians don't raisin. It's, okay. I guess it's apparently true. Um, yeah. So, um, thirty-three, and I was like, I would like to have kids. Oh my God, I'm thirty-three, and. I've got a time clock or something like that. And then I was thinking, um, people get like around 80, mm -hmm. I'm 33, that's like one third of my life. Right. I've got two thirds yet to come. Yeah, that's good I was like, oh my God, okay, I need to be alive right now and enjoy and do whatever I wanted to do. YOLO. Yeah, really, yeah. So that's why I quit my job. 
my house in Amsterdam, beautiful house. And so how did that divorce work? Was it just split 50-50 or did you go through yes. lawyers or just like how did you kind of separate uh, well, the assets and house sale and stuff like that? We've been in a marriage and you can choose to like um, split everything 50-50 or um, how do you say it? Um, this is mine, this is yours, whatever. Okay. But, Negotiate. Yeah, but we're like 21 and we're like, okay, let's do 50-50. Oh, so you had to sign something before, yeah, before you got married. So you, yes. you had a prenup. Yeah. Prenup. Oh, so yeah. smart. Yeah. I think ever people who don't get married without this, I think it's just the most irresponsible thing to do. Because if you think about all the other relationships you had up and leading up until you got married, how many of those lasted? Zero, because then you wouldn't be getting married. You'd be still in a relationship. So for people that think that, oh, I'm gonna, this is gonna last forever. I trust this person. I've had so many friends just get so screwed, like so fucked. I know. So fucked. But even though, um, it's it ruins people's lives. Yeah, but I'm it's, in a divorce, and we did 50-50, But it's because we're like uh, ten more than ten years together. Um, he actually needs to pay me. How do you say it? Like, alimony. Yes. Alimony. So he has to pay you every month. Yes, actually, um, I I can. I can have it, but I just say, I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. All the single ladies that just remind me of that song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because so. we, we build every, everything up together and 50-50 is, is fine. It's, That's how it should be. Okay. And I think it should be 50-50 with the assets and 50-50 parenting time should just be yeah. split half yeah. down the middle. Like yeah. none of this soul custody, it just ruins children's whole psyche about their yeah. relationship with parents. and. And they and did this because um, basically the man will start um, uh, working full time all the time, and the mom is like working part time. Right. Don't have a lot of money, so that's why um, this. Yeah, you can have this. Well, the thing is, this is probably going to piss a lot of people off. But this whole like equal rights movement yeah. for feminism. They want equal rights for everything, but when it comes to a divorce or separation, they want everything. Yeah. It doesn't balance out. There's like a, you know, there, there, there's, there's a catch there. Yeah. So I think that what you did was so phenomenally noble and just, I think that there should, this should be like a, an example, an example of how people should get divorced. Yeah. Like this is how it should work. Cause I know from so many people how it just ruins and crushes people emotionally, yeah. financially, mentally, and their whole future is just like, a lot of people never recover from it. A lot of people never recover after going through something like that, especially if they just get cleaned out without a prenup. So, like, that is so key, and I'm actually working on a project to help make prenups more simplified and streamlined. I think that's so important. Um, so when you did your prenup agreement before you got married, did you have to pay for that? Was that separate? Was that like a separate lawyer legal thing? Or how did that come about? We did it like on a Monday morning. So it's for free. Oh, so Monday is prenup day yeah, in something Amsterdam? Like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody gets married on a Monday morning. So it's free. So you get married on the Monday or you did the prenup agreement? No, it's, it's the same. It's together. Oh, so you get married and then you write the contract. If this doesn't work out, then this is what the terms are? The yeah. same day? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so... part of the marriage, actually. Really? Yeah. So you put together an agreement? Yeah. 
Is that just in Amsterdam or all across Europe? I don't know. Because I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like It's that. brilliant. Yeah. You can choose what to do. And there's no extra fee for it? No. It's part of the marriage package. Yeah. yeah. Here's your marriage package. Here's your ceremony and here's if you ever want to cancel it and void it basically. Oh, it's not like that. But get divorced. Like yeah. if you ever want to separate. Yeah. That's, it's like your then, agreement. Yeah. Like, okay, That's, this doesn't work anymore. Agreements. I want a refund. I want a return. I want my deposit back of this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And now, what is your relationship with like with your previous husband? It's very good because we're like together for like 12 years and he's kind of my best friend. Okay. Yeah, and we had uh, dinner before I left and I put it on my story and everyone was like, you're together again? I'm like, no, we're just friends. We're, we're rational, normal human beings yeah. that are mature enough to have conversations in a functioning, respectable relationship after a separation, which is a lesson for all you people out there of how to handle it. Yeah, and I think that it's love so is also Uh, love to how do you say that someone else is happy okay so that you're happy that they're happy I mean. yeah that's so that's so rare like who are you like where is there more people like you out there like it seems that you're like a unicorn because <laughs> I've never really heard unicorn. stories like this that's why yeah. I wanted to feature it because I think it's yeah. so healthy to have you why know, be jealous breakups. or whatever yeah. well I think jealous and ego plays a big part of the healing process. Like, if you're with someone for 12 years, that's a long time. Yeah, sure. Like, I'll share something pretty personal. Um, about a year and a half ago, my parents actually just kind of separated. My mom moved out, just like suddenly. Oh, really? Like, super suddenly. And that was a total shock to me and my dad. But they still have, like, a functioning relationship. It's not like anything bad happened to... to cause that it was just that my mom wanted to not live in a house anymore and downsize to an apartment and have her space and so she made that arrangement and they still meet and talk all the time it's not like the end of a relationship but no. it's just a change in the relationship yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good way to that's a good slogan it's not the end of a relationship it's just a change in it because you always want to be connected with that person because you've spent so much time and grown yeah. and gone through so much together yeah. Um, I have the same thing, but then in a friendship way, yeah. And how has dating life been post-divorce? I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I've, I've never yeah. been really like single, so... That's crazy. When I broke up and I just arrived in Amsterdam, it's just like a jar with beautiful man opens and like oh my god there are so many beautiful people up here yeah I'm enjoying it well I think that it sounds like I haven't read that book but eat pray love isn't that like what she does she goes through a breakup or a divorce yeah. and then she's just like I'm gonna just sell everything and go travel and just have these find exotic experiences again. and yeah. find yourself and find yeah. other people yeah yeah, true. That's what I'm doing okay. right now, yeah. Because last year was like kind of recovering from everything. Yeah, and sure. I had a very busy job. 
What did you do there? Uh, I'm working in marketing. Okay, what kind? I, um, I was responsible for the marketing for online marketing agency in oh, the really? Netherlands. Yeah. Okay, I have my background in internet marketing as oh, well. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And before that, I used to work for a cruise company. Oh, wow. And did, I always uh, want to do that. Oh, really? You I should. Wanted to, I wanted to work on a cruise because my buddy was a DJ on a cruise. And he's like, dude, it's the best. Yeah. But it's like something to do when you're really young, I think. Like, I don't yeah, know if I, I, yeah. you know, like, yeah. people are, like, right out of university, like, ah, spring break, going yeah, on, like, cruises for, to the Bahamas, like, yeah, yeah. True. do a yeah. six-month stint on a cruise ship, I wish I did that, that would have been so fun. You still can do it. <laughs> Never know. I'll be like, so, yeah. yeah, on a cruise ship, but um, also digital marketing as well. And are you still doing that now, as you're traveling? Well, actually, I quit everything, and I would like to start my own company. In something in social media or online marketing yeah. I just I will just have like holiday first it seems like every single person in Bali has a social media online marketing yeah, I agency know. every single Everyone. person and I'm like if everyone's doing it yeah where's so, all your clients and then I have to think about it do I want to do that as well or yeah. find something else so yeah I mean I it's, think about it, it's yeah. uh, there's opportunity everywhere yeah. But where do you see yourself in the next few years? Do you see yourself getting remarried and having a family and trying Yes, because else? I really want to have kids and that family life, but I'm kind of afraid of having the responsibility of a kid. Okay, yeah. So I just go with flow and right. see what happens. Sure. And um, it was very hard for me to have children but I had the opportunity so I right. already had the chance to to have it or not yeah so if it, it's not happening yeah I will be still happy right in my life yeah right and I'm not sure where I will live because I never felt home in Holland oh yeah so I'm trying to figure out where's home yeah I think a lot of people feel that way those people who travel like me I I, I have no idea where I'm gonna actually settle down and like I would love to live here but here I still wouldn't really feel like home in Canada I've never really felt a close connection I've been in Asia for eight years Korea I would never live there forever I'm just kind of like well I really have no absolutely zero idea yeah, where I'm gonna end up and that's kind of part of the cool thing about it like people that have their whole life planned it's like this is what I'm gonna do now until I die like the same person, the same job, the same location. Like for me, that's dying. Yeah, I know. Like, and you know what? I was that kind of person. Yeah. Well, it's cool because it shows you that it's never too late to change. And yeah. you know, we talked last night and you're like, it's really good to get out of a bad relationship and not stay with it because of that comfort zone. And a lot of people I think are staying in unhealthy relationships or marriages that aren't really serving either party just because they don't want to be labeled as a divorcee yeah. or or being a single mom or single dad or whatever the case may be. But they're sacrificing their life and their happiness and their true potential in not doing so. Uh, so I looked at my life and I'm like, you know what? Like my scenario with my relationships and past and separation and custody stuff, like it was a disaster. But at the same time, I don't really think that I could have, and it wasn't my choice in that relationship. She just went freaking crazy and just kidnapped my son. It's a long story. Yeah. 
And, uh, and if that was a regular functioning relationship, I don't know if I would even be happy in it because I never, I always wanted a son. Yeah. Ever since I was young, I'm like, I want to be a young dad. I want to have a cool relationship with my son. And, but I never really saw like uh, a whole family unit in that. No. Even though at the time I wanted that with her and with that situation. But looking back, I'm like, that would have probably ended eventually anyway. Yeah. So. I felt the same. Yeah. And I think a lot of people out there that go through, do to go through challenges. Like I've had a freaking amazing life. Like I've done so much because I didn't let that challenge crush and ruin me like it does for so many people. Like if people know, knew my whole story, they'd be like, holy shit. Like mm-hmm. how did you even like overcome yeah. all that? Yeah. Because I went through hell. And I was just like, well, I'm not gonna let this one person, my ex, just ruin my life. No, that's a good thing. There's too many other opportunities yeah. and people and days left in my life that I'm not gonna just sit around and let just like the past dictate my future. And uh, and yeah, like, is it ideal? No, do I wish that I had a better relationship with my, my son? Absolutely, but with her having custody, it's kind of hard to go around that whole legal disaster. Um, so I think that with what you're doing now is hopefully an inspiration for a lot of people to just look at divorce. Like a lot of people now are having divorce parties. Yeah. Yes, that's what I would like to do. Yeah, well, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Actually, I think that when you're getting divorced, you should also have like a bachelor party. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they're doing. That's how that should be done, yeah. actually. Not having a bachelor party. Because what happened was, with this episode I did this morning with the guy that was addicted to porn and uh, sex addiction, so he just went to the Gilly Islands this past weekend for his bachelor party. He ended up hooking up with a German, no, Dutch girl and like slept with her, had sex with her on his bachelor party. He told his fiance, just last night told her, yeah. did this podcast with me today, told me everything that happened. And now they're like potentially, who knows? And now, because they were talking about opening their relationship up. Yeah. So this was that trip, like it's not like he just went and had sex with some random girl. They talked about it, part of their relationship agreement because their physical, like the thing is with relationships and being married, not that I know, but from everything that I've heard, is like the physical just goes downhill. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's happened with him. They've been together for a couple years and he's like, well, I need to spice this up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So she's like, well, when you go on this trip, if something happens, I'll understand. Well, she didn't understand. And now she's like, I want to go and hook up with some guy now. To oh my even God. the score to balance yeah. it out. Yeah. So, you know, um, maybe let's just turn this around because we'll get the light from this way a little bit. If you guys are watching on YouTube, we're just turning it. Uh, it's still pretty dark. Um, that's cool. It's a beautiful sunset out here in Bali, Indonesia. And you can't see our faces anymore no. on the video, <laughs> but you can hear us still. That's why uh, there's a little pause there. But yeah, so that's what happened. So you just mentioned that you're in a relationship now, kind of. Kind of, yeah. And it's difficult. you also just said that you might be considering having an open relationship to have flexibility in your new freedom. Maybe, yeah, because I'm going to travel. Yeah. Maybe he will stay here or maybe he's going back to the Netherlands. We don't know. Right. So it's kind of complicated and let's see what happens. That's all you yeah. can do with life, to see what happens. And I think that 
people nowadays, there's a trend that people are getting married later and later and later because there's just more, people are focusing on their careers or yeah. the, with, you know, the way social media is and meeting people, it's so much easier to meet people these days that there's more variety and selection and competition basically to find your ideal partner but because there's so much opportunity people are like having FOMO fear of missing out so they don't want to yeah. they don't want to settle down with someone because what if there's somebody better that yeah. I'll meet next yeah, week or yeah, something yeah. so that's been a big problem for me actually if uh, I'm honest about it like I just go from short-term relationship to relationship and you know it's just a pattern because I travel and I move a lot or like I'm just always on the go it feels like yeah but yeah so I felt the same way, I think. Yeah, I think that there's a trend, definitely, that people are, you know, even in conservative countries like Japan and Korea, the marriage rate is going down drastically and the birth rate is going down drastically because of that. People just aren't getting married because they see half the people that are getting married, 50% are getting divorced. Yeah. So they're like, that's not a very good deal. Yeah. You know, like that's not, that's, that's not a reasonable no. uh, investment to make or, you know, something to bet on, especially for guys, you know, like I think that any guy that's getting married these days has to really be sure because yeah. I've just heard so many people who are just getting wiped out. And that's why it's weird. Ever since I was a kid, marriage never made sense to me. Like I, like I said, I always wanted to be a father, but as far as marriage, I was like, that, does, that just doesn't really add up to a good opportunity yeah. or a good deal. So maybe things will change as I get a little older and potentially wiser. But currently, man, single, solo, and simple. That's my, yes. that's my mantra. Yeah. Well, welcome to the single, solo, and simple life. Thank you. And I appreciate you coming on here. Is there anything you want to share with people that you want to kind of leave them with before we wrap this up? No, just um, be happy and follow your intuition. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, that's the thing you need to do. Yeah. Your intuition never lies. Yeah. I like that. So there you go, people. Feel those feelings. And if you are going through a rough separation and a rough divorce, we're not here to downplay that. Like, I've been through crushing, crushing separate, like, just breakups with multiple, like, tons of people. And it, it takes a toll on you. There's actually a episode that I'm not sure when it's going to be released, if it's going to be before or after this, but it's all about soul ties. Have you ever heard of soul ties? No. It's very fascinating. It's basically that anytime you're actually intimate with somebody, your chemistry and your DNA actually merges with them. Oh. So when you're separated from them, you're kind of losing a little part and you're also carrying a part of them with you. It's, it's a really interesting uh, dynamic that I've just recently kind of learned about. So when you are going through a separation, take time like you did to heal, don't just jump into the next marriage like I see so many people do. They get divorced yeah. and then six months later they're getting married again. You're perfect, whole and complete as you are. You don't need anyone to kind of put you together like Humpty Dumpty. You're not Humpty Dumpty. You don't need any missing pieces. You're perfect, whole and complete the way you are. And a partner is supposed to complement you, not fulfill you. So there's your life lesson from Coach Q here today <laughs> that, whoa, there's a dog. <laughs> that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Whew, getting dark and surrounded by these wild dogs on the beach here. So let's get out of here. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for tuning into this. As always, I offer free 
counseling. I do a 30 minute or 45 minute call with people if they want support around this or anything that's going on in your, in your life. It's just confidential. It's a totally open source. We talk about anything that's coming up with you in your life. And if you want to work with me one-on-one -on, -one, on top of that ongoing, I offer consult, uh, kind of like counseling and, and coaching just around life stuff because I've dealt with a lot of stuff and know people who can kind of help and it's great to help people with different resources over their challenges. So if that makes sense to you, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. And if you know somebody going through a divorce, go ahead and share this or a bad breakup, share this episode with them. Hopefully it can help. It looks like I'm just like a black shadow <laughs> here on the video. The sun just set. But thanks again. We'll see you guys on the next episode and enjoy your days. Congratulations, you made it to the end of the show. And because you listened to it all the way through, you've got a special place in my heart. So I just want to thank you. And if you did enjoy this or know somebody that could enjoy this as well, go ahead, copy this link, send it over to them. Just say, hey, check out this new podcast. Helps us grow our, our audience base and helps them feel that they're not the only people feeling crappy about getting divorced. So Thanks so much for tuning in. And once again, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead, scroll over to iTunes, leave a review and a comment what you enjoyed. What did you learn? What, what other episodes should I start focusing on? Other topics. So yeah, go over to iTunes, helps the show out. And I greatly appreciate it. Share it with some friends, post this on your Instagram story, do whatever people do these days. And I appreciate you. And once again, if you want to talk one-on-one, -on -one, hit me up in my DM and would love to connect. Until next time, we've got a couple more heavy episodes of relationships coming up. I've got a Dr. Phil dating coach that's one of the biggest pickup artists in the world. And he's going to be on the show. So also DM me what what uh, what questions should I ask him? What, what questions should I ask him around dating, meeting people, conversations, first dates, what, anything like that? And we're also going to be getting into a custody, court custody, family dynamics uh, topic that's really, really heavy um, in the next couple episodes as well. So keep tuning in. I'll keep bringing the goods.